0: You're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Hey guys, today we are talking about how to make nut butter. It may seem really daunting, really overwhelming, but it's actually super, super easy. And I really like doing it this way versus purchasing nut butter from the store, because then you can determine what you put in it. And then by that, you can control the ingredients and just have more of a wholesome product. A lot of the nut butters, especially peanut butters that I've seen in stores recently, have a lot of hydrogenated oils in them, unnecessarily in all honesty, rather than just two ingredients being peanuts and salt, or just peanuts if you don't have salted peanut butter. I think the taste comes out a lot better, and again, you can add things or... If your family does have allergies and you can't find this specific nut butter that your child or family member isn't allergic to, making it can take the guessing out of it and allow you to put what you want or what's acceptable for you and your family to eat in the nut butter. So step one, choose a nut, seed, or combination of nuts and seeds. Some that I like to use are almonds, cashews, peanuts, hazelnuts, pistachios, macadamia nuts, pecans, walnuts, and even pine nuts. Honestly, it just breaks down to what flavors you like and what works best for your budget. Some of these can be a little bit pricier, so doing combinations can be really helpful on the wallet. A combination of several nuts can also help to mellow out the flavors of some of them as well. In addition to nuts, you can add seeds. So pumpkin seeds, flax and chia, sesame, and sunflower are all really great additions. If you're looking for a nut with high omega-3s, walnuts are going to be your best bet, but they also have a high amount of omega-6. So to break down fats really quick, omega-3s are gonna be beneficial in the anti-inflammatory realm, whereas omega-6s are gonna be a little bit more inflammatory. So while walnuts do have the highest amount of omega-3s, they also have the highest amount of omega-6, meaning that they kind of cancel each other out in that sense, but getting more omega-3s in your diet is gonna be really beneficial to help decrease inflammation in the body overall. You can add flax or chia seeds. These are gonna contain a significantly higher amount of omega-3s than even walnuts. So if you wanna increase your anti-inflammation, add some flax or chia seeds to your nut butter. Step two, roast your nuts. I like the low and slow approach. It allows the oils to release without burning the nut. So I like to go as close to 200 or even lower if possible for two to three hours. So if you have the time, go low and slow for an extended period of time. And this is as easy as just putting some nuts on a sheet tray and popping them in the oven. You don't have to do anything special. I don't even put parchment down half the time. When you do take them out of the oven, you'll want to bring them back down to room temp. And you may find that on some of the nuts, like hazelnuts or almonds, that the skin may come off during roasting, which is fine. Just use a kitchen towel to remove some of that excess skin that's been shedding so it doesn't get into your nut butter. Step three, grind them up. Choose your tool. A food processor or a high-speed blender work really well. Or if you're going really old school, you can do this in a mortar and pestle, but you better have a ton of patience for that. Personally, I like to use a food processor. So depending on the size of your food processor or blender, you may have to do this in separate batches. Mine is super tiny, so I find that if I do a full sheet pan of nuts, I'll have to do it in two to three different batches. Place just your roasted nuts in your tool of choice. Again, I use the small food processor. Click the top on and prepare your ears because this is going to be super loud. Start by chopping the nuts. So I like to start by using the chopping feature and then using the grinding feature. I only have two buttons on my food processor, but if you have more, you may be able to regulate it a little bit better. But if you only have two buttons, this still works. So start with the chopping feature and then the grinding feature. Start by pulsing on the chopping feature and then eventually you can work to the grinding feature. You'll find that you have a very coarse nut flour to start. And then if you keep going, you'll have a very fine nut flour And then you may have to scrape down the sides with a silicone spatula but if you continue to go after that alternating between grinding and chopping you'll notice that you begin to have a nut butter i would say this is probably about the five to seven minute mark just depending on how well your nuts are roasted and how much fat content they have to begin with optional step four while your nut butter is blending you can choose a few add-ins sea salt or other spices like cinnamon and cardamom can be really great additions or again, that pumpkin pie spice that you only break out once a year. That's gonna be a combination of a variety of different spices that just make it really nice and warm. You can also add in seeds. So if you don't add them in at the beginning during your roasting process, you can add them in at this point for a nice crunch. So flax, chia, and hemp can all be really great additions at this point. If you find that you're using a very low-fat nut and it's not giving you a nice creamy consistency like you'd like, you can add a little bit of coconut oil or coconut butter. Even olive oil or an extra virgin olive oil would work as well. It's not necessary, though. And then lastly, you can add different flavorings in. So vanilla beans, like whole vanilla pods, or vanilla extract would work really well. You can even add cocoa powder or melted dark chocolate. It's good to note that with the cocoa powder, it will dry your butter out. So that's an instance where you may have to add an additional fat, like coconut oil, coconut butter, or olive oil. With the melted dark chocolate, I recommend melting it fully and then kind of tempering it in slowly into your food processor or blender. And that's making nut butter in a nutshell. But seriously, like that's how easy nut butter is to make. And I will be posting an Instagram video of how to make nut butter. And again, it's really, really easy. Three main takeaways. Choose your nut combo, roast them up blend them, and add some additions if you'd like. Thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hi. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. This one in particular. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. The link is in the show notes. Tune in this Monday when I'll be talking about how to make a frittata and how it can be a great way to rework leftovers.